to spasm or not to spasm? That is the question. Now, my doctors didn't care about the spasming. I've learned to spell it. I've learned to say it. I can do it, and I don't want to anymore. Why was I spasming? Well, according to the doctors, it was because I didn't have enough medication. So, (laughs) if I had listened to my doctors, I would be wearing a surgical neck collar, sitting in a wheelchair. I'd have seven bottles of medication, and not the good kind, sitting by my side. Is there any good kind? Well, we'll talk about that in another episode. But, getting back to the spasming, it was absolutely miserable. It got to the point that my EDSPT, the specialist, he wrote a book about the pelvis and the importance of it when you have hypermobility. The ER doctors, they all made me feel like I was crazy. Uh, It even got to the point that I thought my husband believed them. My fascia was strangling my vocal cords, it was strangling my muscles, and it was taking over my body. There was an adhesion on the left side of my back in between my shoulder blade and my spine that was causing so much discomfort. I couldn't hold my I couldn't hold my neck up. I could hardly breathe, and my legs started flailing. At one point, I hit my husband. <laughs> it was just it wasn't it wasn't intentionally, but it was just he would say something, stress would get me, all of a sudden my arm would just flap and go back and forth and just hit him and he'd have to hold my hand down. And I laugh about it now because I'd cry. Uh, I'm close to crying now because I can't believe the medical professionals were willing to let me stay this way. I go see my EDSPT. He puts his hands and holds my pelvis down. My legs start kicking back and forth. He goes, yeah, it's neurological. My husband takes me to the ER. Now this is four days after I started physical therapy with the specialist. Okay. I started exercises. Now remember you cannot exercise your fascia. So I'm at the ER. I can't hold my head up. I'm trying to reach in my purse to get my insurance card. The nurses at one point, they're just, it's like I'm an annoyance to them. They have my husband leave the room. They have me standing. And then all of a sudden I start falling to the floor And they're like, we're not going to catch you. We're not going to catch you. You're going. And I said, well, I'm going down and I can't stop it. And there I, and then boom, down I went. That is a story for another day. But the hospital let me drop to the floor. After all the testing, after them trying to come and get blood, my arms were going everywhere. They just told my husband it was in my head. And my husband looked at me. He said, you've got to just accept that it's in your head. They're not going to let you out of here if you don't accept it. And I started thinking people just thought I was mental. Something was going on. I had to have someone else write down my problem so I could get somebody to help me. That one person that helped me was Bunny White Peterman, my fasciologist. When she came in June 6th, this was, well, June 9th is when she came in. May 27th is when it started. June 6th is when the spasms started. And June 9th, she came in and released a fascial adhesion between my shoulder blade and my spine that was attaching to the nerves of my lungs. The minute she released that adhesion, I fell to the floor, she fell into me, and I could breathe. 
And it was the most incredible feeling. And that's when I decided right then and there, I am doing fascial remodeling and nothing but. But I still needed to try the PT exercises because he was a specialist and he knew, right? So I kept trying to do the exercises. Every exercise would put me into a severe muscle spasm. I would get worse. Friends, I did my last exercise August 26th of 2022. I started June, uh, May 27th and I stopped August 26th because by August 29th, I could not stand up. My body had no use of the left side. I wasn't coherent. I couldn't think. I now wear a watch continuously because I could only look at the digital alarm clock and go, okay, it's 1222, I'm coherent. And then at 1232, I remember the day again. Stuff was, I was going in and out. And I, I could only keep track of things by times in between muscle spasms. So now I guess it's just, it's in me. I have to have a medical ID bracelet that says no steroids. That's another episode and a watch. So I always know what time it is in case I lose track of time. That's how bad this totally freaked me out. Muscle spasms. Now, if you follow us on Facebook, Fascinating AWOL Zebra, there are pictures there that show my back. My back was, 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 was kind of ugly. It had all these indents in it and um, it, it wasn't real pretty. I had scoliosis and things like that. And the other day, Bunny took a picture of my back and I was like, wow, I've got a, I've got a little sexy back. This is cool. I didn't realize that all those indents were fascial adhesions. It messed with bowel movements. It messed, uh, which by the way, uh, the gastro doctors uh, would do a colonoscopy and they say, oh, we can't completely clean you out after three bottles of calcium mitigate and a colonoscopy, and they didn't seem to care. The doctor that uh, my neurologist that was so concerned about my muscle spasms gave me medication that side effects were muscle spasms and twitches. The PT wanted me to keep doing exercises, but every exercise wasn't working because the fascia was strangling the muscles that weren't working that he kept telling me I had to turn on. You can't turn on a muscle that has atrophied because it's been strangled by your fascia. It's just not possible. So I went through all of this to now get to the point that I'm not wearing a surgical neck collar. I'm not in a wheelchair. I start to spasm really now if I get in extremely cold weather. I keep a heating pad with me at night because when I start to overdo it, I feel it in my upper back. I'm not completely, you know, 100% yet. I'm getting there. My voice will be the first to go when I overdo it. Uh, my ankles will kind of start to twist. They'll start their own little spasm thing. And I'll start feeling deep inside my body the urge that I feel like I need to spasm. So I do have baclofen, but I don't have to take it like I was. I'm not on those seven medications. I have medication for pain and I have baclofen and I'm cool with that. And 
to be off of all of that medication is wonderful to me. And to not feel those spasms is an incredible feeling. Those spasms take your breath away. At one point, I thought something was coming out of my stomach. It, I, there's pictures of that too on our Facebook group. But there was just a knot and it was miserable. Fascial adhesions can mess with how you digest food, how you, I guess, release <laughs> your waste, how you swallow, how you talk, be the ability to hold your neck up. All of these things are controlled by unhealthy fascia if things aren't working right. And that's something to think about. So that is why I ask you to work on your fascia. And because I have been working on my fascia, that has stopped my spasming. So to spasm or not to spasm is no longer the question for me. I have chosen not to spasm. And how am I doing that? With fascial remodeling. And you can too. Take control. Why are the medical professionals ignoring the number one biggest organ in our bodies that has tons of, of nerves and, and has memories? Why are they ignoring something and just medicating us and telling us to constantly work on it, exercise? It's not possible. Join me, learn about your fascia, tell your friends, because the more people that know, the better off we'll be, and maybe we'll get other people to listen. Thank you for listening to me, Christy Lynn Hanchi on AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.